more to be wild. Hello and welcome back everybody to Born to be Wild. Today we are doing our United in Stormwind set review from a wild perspective. Uh, we just wrapped up Warlock and we are now on Warrior. Yeah, buddy. All right. First up, we have Harbor Scamp. This is a two mana, two, two pirate. Battlecry, draw a pirate. Uh, I absolutely love this card. I think I've been playing a ton of Pirate Warriors the last two months. And one of the uh, challenging things in the deck is like you want to draw cards. You need the card advantage. You want to draw cards. So drawing a pirate seems really good to me. Like the stats kind of, you know, it's vanilla stats, but the Battlecry of Draw Pirate is really nice. Um, because you you know you want to keep this uh, train going of just constant damage, and so I like it. And and it sucks when you're just top decking, and so that is why we play you know Outriders Axe. That's why we play uh, the Ankar is to get more cards, get more pirates, and so this thing I I think this card is pretty awesome. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I really like this card too. Uh, pirates that draw pirates and are cheap seems really good uh pirate warriors really tight as it is i'm not sure what kind of gets cut for this but i think something does um maybe not in all builds you know and it it may your mileage may vary but it's good Mm -hmm. and uh it's common and if someone's coming in with this set um they can absolutely jam this in Pirate Warrior and feel pretty good about it. Yeah. So, um, really good card. I like it. I I have some ideas. I want to play around with it. I think I, I don't love the uh, the two one reduce the cost of your weapon, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. You know, one mana is great, but like I don't love the card. Uh, so we'll see. I'll definitely be experimenting with this, but I scored it as a four. I think this card is really good. Yeah, I, I scored it as a four as well. Um, even if it's not specifically in all builds, um, it will be one of the meta builds, which is a four for us. Yeah, definitely. All right, cool. Next up, we have Heavy Plate. This is a three mana common spell. It is tradable. It says gain eight armor. So my initial thought was like, okay, well, maybe we put this in Odd Warrior. Uh, that's a lot of armor to gain. And so it couples well with the stuff that like deal damage equal to your armor. I mean, it kind of, it's kind of a do nothing card, but like, oh, that's kind of odd warrior. Right. So, <laughs> um, and the, you know, the tradable is good. I, I don't, you know, odd warrior is kind of at a funky place right now in the meta. Like it's real slow and it's kind of like, yeah. So like, I don't hate it. I don't love it. It, it it might not be bad. You know, we might play this over uh what is it? The three mana gain five and draw card, whatever it's oh, called. Shield block. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe we swap it out. I don't know. The tradable makes it cool. Um but at the same time, like I don't love it. So whatever. The art is hilarious. So you've got the little like gnome in the giant armor and he can't move and he's like it's, it <laughs> it's takes so up his, takes up his whole body. It's really funny. Yeah, I think heavy plate is probably a meta read. Mm-hmm. So if I'm playing odd warrior and um, I'm running into or or in a tournament where I'm expecting uh, control, 
yeah, I, w- I want to run heavy plate over um, shield block because I don't want to draw. Like fatigue is is how I win. Gaining additional armor, good. Um, but if I'm against aggro or you know combo, I want to actually draw with the mana and do something besides just gain eight armor. So shield block would be better in that perspective. Yeah. And I think generally on ladder, shield block will be better. But heavy plate is also good, mm-hmm. um, especially since it's tradable. Um, so I can kind of switch it out um, if, oh, hey, uh, I need to be more proactive now. Um, in the early game, I can, you know, kind of toss it without... Like I can essentially get a draw without drawing, which is what you want to do in a uh, control mirror. Mm-hmm. So um, it has its place. That place is not the ladder. <laughs> I gave it a two. It feels very fringe to me. It doesn't feel bad, but it doesn't feel like something that's going to be meta either. I gave it a two as well um, because we won't see it on ladder. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Stormwind Freebooter. This is a 3-mana 3-3 pirate with a battle cry. Give your hero plus 2 attack this turn. This is interesting. Um, I'm thinking about Pirate Warrior, and my question is, like, does this fit in or not? And we were talking about earlier, like, the list is pretty tight right now. And so what I had asked myself is, does this swap out for... um, uh, what is it called? Uh, Bloodsail Cultist. It's the three mana three four that gives your weapon plus one plus one. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know because that card is good with the weapons, but I like that this doesn't require you to have a weapon to play. And so, where I find myself sometimes, okay, do I play Bloodsail Cultist for tempo? Uh, just because like I need a three drop. And I don't want to just be saving cards or, you know, do I, do I want to have a weapon equipped and try to set that all up where this is like, Hey, I could just play it and attack for two. And I, I don't dislike that. So I want to kind of test it. I don't know if it replaces that card or not. Uh, so yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I definitely want to try it though. It seems pretty cool. Yeah, it, it's, much less conditional than Bloodsail Corsair, but if you need the value of the Ankar ticks or um, you know the draws with, with with the weapon, it could very well be less impactful um, than the the, the Bloodsail Cultist itself. I think that's the the kind of slot that it may or may not take. Um, before kind of hearing you talk about it, I I had rated it a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. But that makes a lot of sense, like being able to just like lay on curve and not, you know, worrying about the um, uh, value of it seems like something Pirate Warrior would probably want to do. Let's be real. You would probably drop the cultist on three, even if you wouldn't get value. Yep. <laughs> yep. But this way you value and you don't have to worry about it. Right. Like Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It keeps it from being a value loss rather than making you make the decision of holding on to it for value, which would be a poor choice or playing it as just a three mana three, four. Um, and the plus two attack this turn is 
valuable as Pirate Warrior. You want to be swinging with face. Yeah. I gave it a three. I think that it's playable in Wild. I want to test it, and I don't know if it's worth swapping out or not. Like, if it was a three mana three four, I'd absolutely run it over the other one. But, like, that being said, like, okay, if Pirate Warrior is coming back to standard, like, this absolutely goes in that. Oh, Um, yeah. And so, you know, I think I'm going to try it, though. I give it a three. What about you? Yeah, I, I'm giving it a three as well. Um, we may end up going back to the cultist, but we might not. So a three might actually be conservative. It may be. Yeah, maybe for sure. Uh, okay, next up is a spell called Shiver Their Timbers. This is a one mana, <laughs> right, a one mana rare spell. Uh, it says deal two damage to a minion. If you control a pirate, deal five instead. Uh, you know, this card is not does not go face and that is a problem <laughs> it feels like a rose or like a rogue card masquerading as a warrior card and you know the the theme of it is super cool but like i don't i, I can't cut anything to put this really and if it like if it went face all right we'll think about it uh it, it's like kill command for pirates like it's pretty rad but <laughs> it it doesn't it's minions only and so i'm not playing this like just flat out nope not even going to consider it uh so yeah what do you think yeah this is a standard card they you know need more cards to put into their pirate package this is something that synergizes with pirates and can get rid of a taunt to go face we have more effective ways of doing that like with our own face right um or you know with different minions because we have a lot more pirates so um this is to help standard but uh yeah we don't we don't really need it here yeah all right yeah i gave it a one same cool all right uh what a shame but that's all right uh okay next up is called cargo guard this is a three mana two four pirate that says at the end of your turn gain three armor uh this is like are you sure it's a pirate because that's not what pirates do this (laughs) this should be like a gnome or something like okay whatever I think that this might go an odd warrior like, okay, three mana, two, four gain three armor. Each turn is not bad for armor war, like for odd warrior. If it lives like, okay, at at the very minimum, this gives me three armor and a body. Like it's not bad. It's at the end of my turn. So it's not like I play this and get the immediate impact and I can shield slam or something, but like it doesn't feel bad either. I'm definitely not putting it in any sort of pirate warrior, but you know, I was confused when I read this because the art doesn't match what the card does. And it was, <laughs> yeah, he, he's guiding the, the booty and the booty in this, this person, uh, this art happens to be the, armor he's guarding the cargo the cargo is you know like stormwind armor i guess (laughs) um for art odd warrior so it's a three mana two four that gains three armor and people then your, your opponent then needs to actually try and worry about this doesn't seem bad but i think odd warrior has more effective ways of gaining armor and better ways to deal with the opposing board. Um, it does have the immediate impact of gaining three armor. Your opponent does want to deal with it, but at the end of the day, I don't think it makes the cut in an odd warrior um, for me. That said, if you jam it in there, 
and it works. Cool. I would love to be wrong. Um, but I, I don't see it personally. Yeah. Yeah. I gave it a two. I think it has, you know, it's a maybe card for me, but like, it and, doesn't seem bad, but it, at the same time, like I'm not impressed with it either. And, and I gave it a one cause it, it, we don't want to be doing this and pirate warrior and, and I don't think it makes a cut a nod. Nope. All right. Uh, next up is Cowardly Grunt. This is a 6-mana six 6-2 six with a Death Rattle. Summon a minion from your deck. Uh, yeah, wow, this card just sucks, I think. it's It costs a lot for what it does. Like, if it had Rush, I'd play it. Uh, you know, because I've seen people like Labore uh, do some pretty amazing things with, like, Big Warrior. And, like, hey, cool, like, th- if this pulls out a Rattle Gore or a Lich King or a, you know, you name it, like, okay. But it, it has no immediate impact on the board. Like if it had rush or taunt or something, but it doesn't. And it's so easy to kill. Like it's like, a, it's like this close to being a magma rager with, with, <laughs> with, with a death rattle, but like a six cost magma rage. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, okay. So maybe it goes in recruit warrior or big warrior or whatever you want to call it. Like if this pulls something, but even then as a death rattle, like it has to pull a specific card that has an immediate impact. And so like, okay, scrapyard Colossus or, you know, some, something that is going to do something, but otherwise it just feels like a giant tempo loss to me. Yeah. My, the extent of my notes for this one were nah, I'm good again. (laughs) Yeah. I just feel like it seems really slow with terrible stats. I gave it a one. Same. (laughs) All right. Easy peasy. Let's just move on. Uh, the next card up is provoke. This is a zero mana epic spell that says tradable. Choose a friendly minion. Enemy minions attack it. So my initial thought was like, wow, oh my god, warrior got a zero mana hysteria, like <laughs> targeted hysteria, and it has to go in the right deck. Like I'm not playing this in pirate warrior or anything, but if I'm playing this in like recruit warrior or something like that, where I've got, you know, I've got a rattle gore, I've got a scrapyard colossus or some big minion and i can use this to clear like the entire opponent's board potentially uh for zero like okay this this has some crazy potential like it's got to go in the right deck yeah but in the right deck this card is nuts oh yeah um and the right deck, I think, is kind of the hard part about this, right? Yeah. Like, oh, if, yeah. if this was a one cost, then you could expand the amount of right decks by including Odd Warrior in that. Um, that that's not to complain about it being zero mana, right? Let's be real. <laughs> that's a, a, a feature, not a bug. Um, so it it's definitely got a place. That place isn't a particularly um, impactful portion of the meta, but this may help it be more impactful. Um, it's a great card. Um, it just is a little bit more fringe at the moment, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I gave it a four, dude. I, I think that it's just so, it feels so strong to me. That being said, like it's going to be really difficult to figure out where to play it. But like, I really like it a lot. I 
really like it a lot. And and I'm going with a three, or sorry, with a two, mm-hmm. um, because I I think it's French. For sure, for sure. By definition, that's. Oh uh, yeah, I think that's smart. You you I think you're probably right. Anyways, okay. Next up is uh, Remote Controlled Golem. This is a four mana three six mech. It says after this takes damage, uh, shuffle two Golem parts into your deck. When drawn, summon a two one mech. Uh, yeah, this card is really interesting to me. I, I like what it does. I like uh, that the stats. I like that it's a mech. I like that it's not frenzy, so this effect can happen multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it seems good. I struggle with like, okay, where do I put it? Um, like if it was odd, I'd jam it into odd warrior for sure. Um, you know, it can go in like a menagerie build, I suppose, it, which is especially in standard is probably pretty good. Like the card itself seems, I, I like it. Uh, I just don't really have a home for it. The downside to a menagerie build for this is that the uh, damaged golems that it poops out are also mechs. So while you would initially have a really strong mech in the pool for Nizoth, then it gets diluted with the effect with the, the damaged golems, unfortunately. Um, like you, though, I, th- I think it's really strong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just wish that it had, like taunt or something like that um the effect is dope uh shuffling things into your deck that then whenever you draw them give you more board is awesome um you know i will love discovering this off of dr boom whenever um, i'm playing odd warrior but whenever i've played dr boom this also has rush which helps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought about that too with Dr. Boom. Like it's, if this is really good. Okay, cool. Then there's an, an immediate impact cause it's got rush and my little two ones have rush. Um, I, I think this is meant to um, combo with provoke that, you know, the card that we just showed because, yeah. Hey, you, you've got this really wide board. Oh, look, I killed your board and we shuffled a ton of these uh, cast when drawn um, golem parts into my deck so mm-hmm. that I will be the one who has the board before too long, which is kind of clever, but um, yeah, probably a little too slow for for what we want to do in wild, unfortunately. Yeah, I agree. And I could see it in like standard hand buff warrior or something like that, where it's like, yeah, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I, the card feels strong, but I don't, it doesn't have a home and that's, so I give it a two. Good, good card, no home. Yeah, I, I gave it a one, and I feel bad about it because I like the card, but in wild it just doesn't have an impact. I don't know. I feel bad about the one, but I'm sticking by it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh well. All right. Uh, next up, we have the legendary side quest. Uh, for warrior, it's called Raid the, Raid the Dock. So one mana legendary spell, quest line, play three pirates. Reward, draw a weapon. Uh, so the next part of this is called Create a Distraction. Quest line, play two pirates. Reward, deal two damage to a random enemy twice. Okay. And then uh, the final part is Secure the Supplies. Quest line, play two pirates. Reward, Captain Rokara. 
Uh, Captain Rokara, of course, is a five mana seven seven battle cry summon the Juggernaut, and the Juggernaut is it says start of your turn, summon a pirate equipped a warrior weapon and fire two cannons that deal two damage. <laughs> like holy crap! Okay, um, and this Juggernaut, like I don't believe it's a. I don't think it's a minion, right? I didn't see a token. No. So this is just like, oh, oh, okay. Summon a pirate equipped a warrior weapon and fire two cannons every turn. Uh, it's kind of like the um, uh, imp one for whenever you discard um, enough things uh, for um, warlock. So it, it'll take up a space on board, but even if like brawl happens or anything, it just kind of stays there. It's right, kind of like right. dormant. Mm-hmm. So my question for this is, do you, are you summoning a pirate from your deck, equipping a weapon from your deck, or is it just random? Random pirate, random weapon? The latter. Random pirate, random weapon, random two damage. I Okay, okay. That's worse. Don't it, get me wrong. It, it is. It is. But. This is my favorite card of the entire set. I'm not going to lie. I don't think it's. I don't. I don't think it's necessarily that good in wild in standard it's going to be pretty nutty i think i remember cora saying that like this was her favorite card and now that i see this i'm like oh i can play three pirates can you in wild okay okay first off i'm gonna have everyone tell me that i'm that this is a mistake and i'm too bad 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 right (laughs) but because because we always hard mole for a one drop because we you can't let go of the board and you want to be super aggressive. But like, okay, how easy is it to play three pirates? So if say I play this on one, and this is probably a mistake, but just bear with me for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, on turn two, I play a, a pirate and then Patches shoots out and then I drop a parachute brigand. Like, okay, cool. I just completed part one. So since it's play three pirates or rather that, than does summon, that not count? you have to play them. Yeah, play means you have to pay the mana, even if it's zero. Um, whereas the summon, like patches and the parachute brigand, don't count towards the played count. You're you're ruining my dreams. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that. I, th- I think that this is going to be too slow and wild, and I'm really sad about that because it's so cool. A- am I going to try it anyways? Y- yes. Yes, I am. And I I do think that it's relatively easy to complete these quests. Uh, but, you know, typically, like in pirate warrior i'm winning the game by like turn five turn six and so that would typically be before i've completed all of this stuff and so i don't know like it's awfully cool though i want to see the juggernaut in action and i i don't know man this the flavor is just so rad it's so cool uh it really is what do you yeah what is what are your thoughts on this I want to do it. <laughs> like I, I don't know that it's the most competitive thing, but it's cool. <laughs> it's really right? cool. It's so cool, <laughs> and it's easy to do. 
Um, like the, the ask is something that I want to be doing anyway. Like if I'm running pirate warrior, I'm going to be playing pirates. Um, and they gave us a way to tutor pirates with the new, uh, two drop pirate. Mm -hmm. Um, and after we've played three pirates, we can draw a weapon. If the only weapon we're putting in our deck in this one is anchor, then boom, there's more pirates that we're drawing. Right. Um, I mean, at that point we can't run the, uh, outriders axe, but Oh no. <laughs> so I I think it'll be playable. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be particularly meta or particularly um like hyper competitive because you know, wild is faster. But I think it's going to be super playable and once the juggernaut is on board, the fact that it's start of the turn is both a, a mixed blessing and curse, right? Because that means that your opponent is not going to get a chance to trade into your pirate quite yet mm -hmm. but it also means that you're not going to be able to attack with it quite yet because it's at the start of your turn yeah and there's some bad pirates there's but, some bad pirates but, but i know right yeah. i know well you know if we, we want to play this what if okay what if i what if i got like ship's cannon on board already or, you know, the three five, whatever it's called, the uh, sky barge, mm -hmm. and then this thing like dumps out a couple pirates, and I'm like, poof, poof, poof. it's just fun. It's just fun. Like, uh -huh. I I I don't know that it's necessarily going to be good, but like once once you play this, also like this is probably a force to be reckoned with. It's like, oh crap! Every turn, it's going to be doing this. Yep. <laughs> it's like, well, you, you better kill me. Otherwise, I'm going to kill you. And the whole thing, it's, just, it's so cool. It's so cool. Uh, it, it's awfully slow. Is Rokar is a pirate, right? Yes. So yes. There, there's that. Um, Doing the, the Captain Morgan, too. Yeah, I know. It's so great. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, I scored this a three. I think that that's probably fair. Like, it's definitely not busted, and it honestly, it's probably too slow for wild. The fun, yeah. the fun factor of it, and and like, I see it as potentially viable. Like, it there's a very mm -hmm. good chance that it will be too slow, and I'm aware of that. And there is a very good chance that I'm going to play it anyways. So exactly and i also gave it a three because in our rating scale a three is playable i i like you know i don't think that it's going to be particularly the best way to build pirate warrior but like you can do it <laughs> yeah and you yeah. won't be punished too hard you'll be punished but not too hard <laughs> right right Okay, uh, last card here for Warrior is Lothar. This is a legendary minion, 7 mana, 7-7. Seven, seven. At the end of your turn, attack a random enemy minion. If it dies, gain plus 3, plus 3. Like, okay. I, you know, so like, I guess this goes in like Recruit Warrior, Big Warrior, that type of archetype. It, I like the end of turn effects. Um... But I, it's still a seven mana seven seven, so it feels slow. But like, okay, if I play this with like some you know some kind of recruit mechanic to pull it out, you know, if, if this like gets dumped out on my board with taunt and divine shield, I like that. If I you know summon a ten ten copy of it, I like that. 
Um, it, you know, it feels awfully slow to me, but I like the build. I'm going to, like, I'll go bug Laborious Songrave. Like, hey, hey, make an updated build and toss this guy in it and let's see what happens. So, so to me, and, and, and this is kind of what, what people are saying about standard in particular as well. Um, Lothar fits the same niche that um, Troublemaker fits. It does. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And in standard troublemakers and like the mm-hmm. warrior deck, right? That's true. Um, in standard, they're not sure if Lothar is good enough to make room for. Yeah. Yeah. And we have a lot deeper pockets to, to rifle through, to find things to jam. Now, if you unpack Lothar and, and you want to play him, yeah. Re- recruit warrior will work. Um, you know, things like that. But if you're trying to like build and, and you know, like do things to, to have the, you know, e- either most competitive or the most like fun way to go about it, Lothar is probably not the one that you would make even for Recruit Warrior because you'd probably run Troublemaker instead in, in this very same kind of niche. Oh, yeah. Um. It's not a bad card. It's not a poorly designed card. It just... I know. I feel you. It, it it fits the same spot that Troublemaker does, which is like a rare, I think. And yeah. so in my mind, this is a fun deck. And if I pack this card, like I will try it. Would I suggest that people craft this? Like, uh-uh, no, no, don't do that. But if you open it, like, man, try it out. It might be fun. Um, yeah. and typically even then, when, like, when, yeah, uh, typically whenever things like Troublemaker and Lothar are printed back to back, the legendary one gets printed first and people are like, Ooh, ah, whoa, cool. And then they're like, Hey, here's the, the rare that then you can throw into more things. They just got it backwards this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I gave it a two. I feel like there's some fringe there, but like, yeah, I agree. Like I would not craft this, um, you know? Yeah. It looks like, I, a, he looks like a guy that I work with. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of cool. Um, I gave him a, a one. I originally okay. gave him a one, but like, I, I think you're right. Like if you've got it and you want to play it, I mean, it, it's fringe playable. Like it's, yeah. it, it yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to bump mine up to a two. That makes sense. Cool. All right. Well, that's it for the warrior cards. Um, we, you know, we, we made pretty good time on those as well. And I think, you know, overall there, there's some fun cards there. This was, this class was one of the more fun ones for me. I was kind of disappointed with the uh, warlock. And so seeing some fun warrior cards was enjoyable for me uh yeah and and a rock and roll we've been at at it just about 10 hours that's really crazy um (laughs) oh wow i know i'm sitting here nine hours 53 minutes uh so we uh just have the neutrals left so uh stay tuned for the final um the final review and we will be back momentarily